It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I am Angie Taylor. We are in the Oulala studios. Hello, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. And Bonsoir. what a great, again, what is it, a sweatshirt? It's my, yeah, what a sexy sweatshirt you have on, nobody said ever. <laughs> it's a sexy, it's a great Actually, I, yes, I have a friend who is an artist. My sweatshirt says, buy art, not, not drugs. drugs. I love it. I co-sign on that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, but thank you so much, and you look amazing as well. Thank you. Thank you for being with us tonight. We talk love, romance, dating, relationships. We're opening the phone lines right now as well. 855-905-8255 if you have any questions, if mm-hmm. you need some advice. I want to talk about what we were all talking about off the air earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about dating and what, you know, the initial thing that you find attractive in somebody because, Simon, you were talking to our assistant producer, Jordan, mm-hmm. and you were saying something about finding qualities in your mom if you're a man, or in finding qualities in your dad if you're a woman. Yeah. So let's talk about that because there's, there's a lot there. A lot and that we have to not ignore. And it's not, it, could, it could sound crazy if you say, I look for my mom or I look for my dad when I'm dating. But I think subconsciously... Subconsciously, we all are in some ways. Qualities. Characters, yes. quality. Yes. You know, blue eyes in my case, stuff like that. Who knows? Right. Okay, so let's talk about that when we come back. And if you think about the person you're dating with in a relationship, married to right now... I bet if you think you can find a quality or a something that was in your parent that you can find in your spouse I'm or your ask partner. You that okay, yes, and and I do. I do have those. So let's talk about that when we come back on the rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships. We have it all here. We have a mixed bag of love. Mm -hmm. So call us up, 855-905-8255. Phone lines are open. Simon, you were having a conversation with our assistant producer, Jordan, off the air. That's right. About how you find uh, the person that you want to date. And sometimes we subconsciously see things in them. That or we go for people that have the same qualities as our parents. Can you explain what you were trying to say with that? Because yes. it can sound creepy, but you didn't mean it creepy. <laughs> First of all, um, my mom is an extraordinary woman, and so I look up to her. Right. She um, is extraordinary. Thank you, Angie. And, yes. and so, so what I mean by that is that, first of all, my father said to all my youth, only if you find a woman... Of the grade of your mother, can you marry her? See, and that, that was, was drilled into your head, right? Number one. Okay. He said, and don't get married before you're 40. Um, but okay. when check, he, check. Yeah. Uh-huh. What he mentioned by that is that, so for instance, there's two things. My mom is a woman of character. Mm-hmm. She's uh, a feminist. She's smart. She's brilliant. Very, She's brilliant, your mother. Yeah, she really is. She's Write books, uh, bestsellers. Loving oh, woman. Loving woman has given, she, she has enlightened my heart. I mean, who has given me the joy of life? Oh. No, but it's true. Simon. It would be too easy to forget. That's, you're making the mamas all cry. But it's, it, it would be easy to forget. But who gave me the joy of life? <sighs> my mother, Elizabeth. For every mother that's listening to this right now, including myself, we can only hope that one day our child will say something like this about us. That's amazing. Well, that's it's amazing. the return for honestly what she gave okay. me. And finally, physically also, she is in that sense. She is, she, oh, she's 73. So, But let's say she's a petite, blue-eyes, blonde woman. And you find that attractive because so, the, it's everything that epitomizes a beautiful woman to you was your mother. And, I understand that. And, and, and the blue eyes, very beautiful blue eyes, has struck me all my youth. Right. I, and it struck the whole family because she's so beautiful eyes. And so I believe there is certain, certain traits uh, in my mother that probably I look for a woman 
And, um, and you said even the physical sometimes. I, because oh, yes, because, for instance, we talk with Jordan, so Jordan can, can give us his point of view, too, about he said he's not in the looking for maybe somebody physically like his mother. Right. No, not... Physically, like my mother, but someone who has the same qualities. What, what as sort my of mother. what sort of traits, Jordan? With when you think about your mother and you think about things that you just adore about her, that you think are so cool about your mom. What what are those traits that you would look for in a woman? She's extremely confident. She's very independent. She's got a, a very funny side, great sense of humor. Um, but she's all um, encompassing. Very. Of herself, yes. You know, she. I don't think she is owned by any one person. You know? And like, now, when you date women, do you look for women that are those confident, yes, independent women? Exactly. Got yeah. her own thing. Mm -hmm. Got a funny streak to her. Yep. So that's the kind of girl you look for. So Simon is right. Yes. So traits wise, right Trait on the wise. inside. Traits on Me, the inside. To be honest, um, I think my mother was one of the most beautiful women ever. Maybe I physically, my mom. physically, she was yeah. beautiful. Yes. To me, I, yes. It's, not to the rest. She's not. And so, well, listen. There's, you're not going to find uh, many men on the planet that are going to say a beautiful blonde hair, blue eyed, petite woman isn't beautiful. So, I mean, you're not alone. So, <laughs> so, so, I think that um, definitely some of my physical attraction is linked to my Oedipus to her. Mm -hmm. um, that's it. I think that you know. Um, but then I've dated and fallen in love with brunette. Right. And, and also blonde And hair, maybe so. they have some of those qualities, though, that your mother has, not physically, but maybe the strength, maybe the loving. The, you know what? The most important is the joy of life. The jo joie de vivre. Joie de vivre. And I have never seen my mom mad, never raise a voice. Always happy. Never seen my mom drunk, never seen my mom anything but calm. I've never seen my mom yelling at me once or touch me. Mm. So I love the tenderness, the sweetness. And how can I say this? Almost she is extremely soothing. Nurturing. The, yeah. But listen to you when the way you give advice. Why do you think people sit on a couch with you in the middle of a mall and take your advice? Why do you think people write emails? Why do you think people call the show? Because you have this Thank soothing, you. nurturing, non-judgmental way of delivering advice to people on sensitive subjects sometimes. Probably, yeah. It's all, all to my mother. She gave me that sensitivity. I think we do look for qualities that our parents have. So what about you? You said that you, you earlier were off air. You said, yeah, I think my husband has some traits. A thousand percent. Yeah. A few. And here's the thing. I will when we come back. My father was an absent father. He left mm -hmm. when I was three. Mm -hmm. I knew him. He weaved in and out of my life. He was in and out of jail. All these problems. But my father did have some amazing qualities that I really absolutely have always looked for in men and that my husband possesses. The good stuff. Not I the bad stuff. I want to hear that. I want to hear <laughs> the that. The things that when I was young, I was like, he was the coolest guy ever. So mm -hmm. I'll tell you about that because even if our parents aren't great parents, there's something that you can find, I think, that you look there's for. There's always one thing. Exactly. There's positive, one thing always. At least. Let's talk about that when we come back on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we got on the subject of qualities that you look for in a mate and a spouse and somebody you're dating that are similar to your parents because, Simon, you were giving mm -hmm. our assistant producer some advice. You guys were talking about dating, and you said you always look for somebody that has the qualities of your parents. Maybe not always, not Maybe physically, but like something. Some traits. Yeah, some traits. And you, you had an amazing mother. Amazing mother and amazing father, mm -hmm. but my mother taught me how to love life. So, uh, And you look yeah. for that in a woman. I know, definitely. What about you? So we were talking about Jordan and I, and then I've asked you, because you know, you're married right. uh, to Jason, and then uh, you said my father and, and my husband have some traits in, in common, right? and you didn't tell us what it was. Well, I think when you have 
awesome, you know, parents and awesome mother and awesome father like you did. It's easy to find qualities that you want to find in somebody else. Yeah. Uh, my childhood was turmoil constantly, mm. uh, both mother, father, stepfather, all of that. But my father did have some qualities, even though he was never around. When he was around, I thought he was the coolest guy because every time we would go somewhere, when my father walked into the room, mm -hmm. everybody was like, hey. Mitch is here. Like he was the always the life of the party. Everybody loved him everywhere he went. He was always having fun. He never wanted the fun to end. Um, he was very charismatic. He was funny. And my husband has that. One of the first things I told my husband when we started dating was we have a lot of people that know each other mutually in the business. Uh -huh. And I said, I've never met one person that said, oh, you're dating that guy? I hate him. Whenever I said, I'm dating Jason, they're yeah. like, oh, my God, I love him. He is the greatest. So he has that same quality. When he walks into a room, he brings his energy. And I he love does. that in people. He does. I love happy people. That's true. So there you go. And you love happy people, too. That's what we got to. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, so, the, yeah, like I in said. In my search of true love. It will be a huge thing, the joy of life. And no drama. Because remember, at my house, never drama. And never life is once. too short for it, you know? Are we? It's oh, too yes. short. Get the drama out. All right. Woo, that was heavy. But honestly, think about But the it was people. real. You can always find something, a quality in one of your parents that you look for in somebody else. Mm -hmm. When we come back, let's go to Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour. We're going to hit the emails when we come back on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we get so many emails to this show that need advice, Simon. Mm -hmm. people, and thank you. Yes, people love your advice. And if you need some, you need some advice from Simon or myself or both of us, simonandangie.com. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you're too shy to call the show. We'll read your question on the air. So let's go to our grab bag of Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour. This comes to us from Scott from Columbus, Ohio. Ah, he wonderful says, set of Ohio. Yeah, he says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Scott. My girlfriend and I are going to Paris in a few weeks, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking of proposing to her while we're there. Ooh, Ooh la, la la! My question is, where should I do it? I feel like everybody proposes at the Eiffel Tower, so I want to do something different, not cliche. Where should I propose in Paris? Simon, you know Paris like the back of your hand. Where can Scott go that's not the Eiffel Tower? It's a simple thing. There's a place called... Le Pont des Arts, the Bridge of Arts. You may have seen it. It's I've been the on the Bridge of Arts. Yes, all the, locks the Locks of Love. Yes. Uh -huh. I do suggest then you go uh, round because um, Paris at night is beautiful. I mean, the City of Lights. City of Lights, and it's just, la. yeah. So you go to that bridge. We'll put it on our website, the Bridge of Arts, yes. for picture, so you can yes. see what it looks like, and you propose there. There's not many people around 9 or 10. You, you know, do it between 8 and 10 o'clock at night. And I think you will have the most romantic proposal. Can I offer another suggestion to that? Because yeah. I love your idea. Yeah. And so you know how on that bridge people put a lock in their name and yes. their date and then they lock it on the bridge and leave it there. Yes. And they throw the key into the water, yes, into the scent. So do you think that he should put uh, the ring with the lock and say, will you marry me on the lock? And then once they're on the bridge... Yeah, da, 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 da. And then they take that lock and put it on. Propose. I like that. Yeah. I like that, Angie. Okay, there you go, Scott. Good luck Scott, to you. Congrats. Thank you for writing the rendezvous. More when we come back.
You're listening to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, I'm Angie Taylor. Hello, thank you for being with us tonight. Bonjour. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. We are Bonsoir. in the Ooh La La Studios talking mm-hmm. about love and marriage and dating. Yes. Specifically, right now, let's talk about Tinder dating. Have you been on Tinder, Simon? I know you've I done have, online. I have done, but not Tinder. I think I'm, I'm a bit too old for Tinder. I'm not looking, let's be serious. I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm looking for true love. And Tinder has that reputation of kind of being more hookup than long-term I, yeah. relationship. All my younger friends who are using Tinder are not right. looking for true love. A lot of that so. young group uses Tinder. I missed that boat because I got married right when all that came out. But I bet you anything I would have been on it, though. So <laughs> let's talk about Tinder because so mm-hmm. many people are on these apps, you know, the dating yeah. apps, too, um, because there's a list here of things that you should stop doing on Tinder according to a professional. So there's a Tinder professional, and she has tips up her sleeve because she's helped people make their profiles so much better and mm-hmm. then your chances of course being better at finding love so mm-hmm. if you're a tinder person i'm talking to you um they say number one don't make your profile about what you want from other people so describing like your perfect match on tinder will make people who are looking at you feel like they're getting ruled out if they don't have everything on that list mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so make it more about your interests like, instead of saying, you better play ping pong, you better like French food, you should say, Simon, I play ping pong, I love French food, blah, blah, blah. Good point. So don't, because then people feel like they're disqualified. Uh, avoid negativity. Oh, absolutely. I mean, anything in dating, right? Uh, avoid using strong words like hate. Like, I hate this song. I despise this city. Yeah, uh, instead, talk about what you do like. Don't talk about what you hate. I mean, like, don't start on I a agree. negative. Yeah. Good point. Try to turn everything into a positive. Uh, stop swiping on the weekend. I think this is really important. Jordan, our assistant producer, I know you've used Tinder. An attractive single is one who presents themselves as having a happy and full life. Sitting around on a Saturday night swiping means you don't have much happening. Have you done this before, Jordan? Swiped, Swiped on a Saturday? On, yes. Because you're looking for a hookup. Not a relationship. Okay. Well, that says something else too, right? I mean, if you're swiping on a Saturday, you either don't have a lot of things going on in your life or you're just looking for a hookup. So That's it. If you're looking for real love, that's not the thing you should do. Uh, Save all your moody pictures for Instagram. So another person's decision to swipe right is a lot less about your actual physical stuff than it is about the feeling they get from looking at your picture. So if you're pouting... If you're in this dramatic emo setting and like it's raining and your your hair like you look sad, mm-hmm. like don't do that. First impressions are everything, right? Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, don't jump into the heavy stuff until you've met on real life. Who's putting heavy stuff on Tinder? Come yeah, who, on, who is it? I mean, don't bring up your ex. Don't bring up family drama. <laughs> don't talk about how you hate your job or you hate traffic. Like, stop. It's like it's like being on the first date, describing right your profile on Tinder. It's like being actually right. at the date. It is right. The do's and don'ts. Don't do anything on Tinder that you wouldn't do on the first date. You said like, it all. Yeah, my that... baby daddy hasn't paid child support and say, don't. I don't want to hear about it. I'm trying to keep it light and fluffy, right? Yes. Don't be embarrassed to ask for your friend's advice. A recent study found that other people are a lot better at picking photos of us that appeal to others than we do. So if you think like you've got 
the hot selfie that's going to get everybody's attention, mm-hmm. maybe run it by your friends first and say, would you swipe this? Or would you be like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Would you swipe left? Would you swipe right? Um, I'm dying to see. Are you on Tinder, Jordan, our assistant producer? I just took it off my phone. I, I want to see your profile picture, though. Do you have a profile picture that you use? I, it's the same one as my Facebook profile picture. We got to put Jordan's picture up from Tinder. And then there's one of me like, stuffing pizza and beer in my mouth at the same time. Oh my gosh. I would be like, this guy is just sitting around drinking and eating and watching <laughs> football all day. He has no interest in a relationship. I think it works. Did it work? Angie. What? Yeah, they're like, you oh, and this I, is kind of funny. Yeah, we don't get it. We no, don't we get, don't it. get it. Jill, see? put Jill Jordan's picture up, the one that you had on Tinder, and I want to see, take a poll on our website, <laughs> simonandangie.com. I want to see which girls would swipe you. Right. Jordan's a really good looking guy. He is. And has everything going for him, but oh, I don't know you. if that picture I would make it past that picture. <laughs> Maybe if I were like twenty-two, yeah, that's I'd be like right what I'm looking for. Cool, we could chill. Yeah, but you're, right. t- you're twenty-four, five, five, twenty-five, yeah, twenty-five. Okay, well, <laughs> but if I were twenty-two, I'd be like, oh, he's older and he likes pizza and he likes to sit on the couch, it's hot and beer. I like beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm not on Tinder. See, swipe right. Exactly, swipe right. I would swipe you right, Jordan. I would. <laughs> I would. More of the rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. We're talking about things you shouldn't do on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about things you shouldn't do on Tinder. It sends not the right message sometimes. So uh, the phones are lighting up. Let's yep. go to Springfield, Illinois. We have Alfredo on the phone. Hey, Alfredo. Hey, Alfredo. Bonjour. Hey, Simon. Hey, Angie. How are you guys doing? Good. We're good. So I take it you use Tinder and you have something to contribute about things you shouldn't do? Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, I just hate it when, well, I'll just come out and say it, I mean, when women are using their like old pictures. The glory and, day pictures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like, you know, tin types or, you know, like a, a yeah. high school thing. But, you know, nonetheless, it's like. I went the one wow. day. I walked past the person I was supposed to be going out with because I didn't look anything like her anymore. I totally understand, Alfredo. But there is also we have to understand to women or men are afraid of rejection. Mm-hmm. So you're right; it's a deception to play that and put you know pictures that are way ten mm-hmm. years, the throwback pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, so I would always give a chance to reality. You know, at the end, you don't judge the book on the cover, but so by meeting, so yes, you might be disappointed, but what if at the end the person is still wonderful? Yeah, I agree, Simon. I can get your frustration, Alfredo. I guess if you show up, and I mean, everybody wants to be presented in the best light, but if you are taking something that is so drastically different to the point where, like Alfredo said, he walked in, didn't even recognize her, Yeah. I mean, you're automatically going to come off as not an authentic person because it seems like a lie. It's a sabotage. It is. A little sabotage, right? But 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 I like the fact that at the end two people get together for coffee, and then it's you know maybe you're disappointed by what she looks or what you look, but at mm-hmm. the end it could be a friendship, and it's always I I'm all on the side to you know understand give, we all have insecurity. Well, of course, and I just, mean, listen, you never know. You never know. Good luck to you, Alfredo. Yes, absolutely. Well, that- Thank you. At least all the pictures are in color, so I can be thankful for that. Well, there there you go. Thanks for calling the rendezvous. Good luck to you. We'll do another round of Date or or Dump dump when we come back next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. We're talking love, dating, romance, relationships, Mm -hmm. and the ooh-la-la studio. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I am good. You are good. Very good. Très bien. 
Très bien. Très bon. Très bon. Très bon. I'm losing my Are you French forgetting now. your French? You've been here so long. <laughs> oh my God, Angie. Hey, you're 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 sounding more American by the well, day. I'm... Don't lose it though. Don't lose that accent. No, it's very sexy. Wee 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 wee. Ooh la la. Ay, ay, ay. So we love getting questions on email. Uh, we love getting questions on the phone, but we love getting questions on email too. Sometimes people are really shy. So simonandangie.com. You can send us an email anytime. We're gonna do date. Or dump. dump. This is an email we got from Gwen from Germantown, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. who wants to know if she could should, should continue to date the person she's with or dump them. Mm-hmm. Gwen says, hello, Simon and Angie. I've been out with this guy a few times. And last night, we had dinner with his best friend, who is a woman, his best friend. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I met her, and she was so cold to me. Throughout our two-hour dinner, she barely spoke to me. And when she did... She called me by the wrong name. Then when we were leaving, she said, it was so nice to have met you. Oh, mm-hmm. like she was never going to see me again. I know it sounds petty, but you had to be there to really feel the vibe. Anyway, I told my guy about it. He said I was being silly. Then he asked me not to start any drama with her. I really liked him up until that point, but now I'm not so sure. What do you guys think? Should I date or dump him? This is a big one, Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that email itself took up all the time. We had to talk <laughs> about it. So let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to answer Gwen. Yes, should, we are. Should she date this guy whose best friend is a female and clearly does not like her? Or? Dump. Mm. When we come back on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we're doing date or dump right now. And you can send an email anytime, simonandangie.com. We had to take this over two breaks because the email was so long. But basically, Simon, it was uh, Gwen from Germantown, Pennsylvania, started dating this guy, really likes him. His best friend happens to be a woman. Right. That's cool. Mm -hmm. They all get together and meet. But the woman, the best friend, Mm -hmm. was super cold to her called her the wrong name, said it was nice to have met you. So our girl Gwen told her boyfriend what's going on. He's like, don't start any drama with her. Please don't start drama. And she wants to know if she should date him or dump him. This is a really weird situation to be in. I don't have any problem with people having best friends of the opposite sex. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But the treatment is what bothers me. Simon, what do you say about Gwen's boyfriend? I think, Gwen, most important is to fill in your heart whether... You love him or not? Is your heartbeat excited or it's slowing down? Because it's she's not scared a, now. Well, but she shouldn't be. With true love, best friend or friends or family, even all that, nothing should stop real and true love. Nothing. My mother used to say, she was not so keen of my of my the mother of my father. Couldn't care less. Right. Nothing stops a woman in right. love or a man in love. But so whatever the best friend said or the mm-hmm. fact that he said, don't start in drama. If it sounds like he's protecting the best friend more than he is the girlfriend, though, now. Maybe they have a history like that, but that can change over time. You, if, mm-hmm. Here's how it goes. You should have win the fight long term with that kind of things. Right. Right? So I would just reflect. If you are really in love, okay, you know, you talk about it a bit with him, but I date him. Angie, I would. You would I, continue to date. I would. I would not stop. Do you the think flame she should talk more? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You would what? I would not stop the flame of love because of some best friend or he said she said. Okay. How many times you found true love? Once or twice in life? If so. If so, yes. So if this is Gwen's true love, I don't want to stop it, slow it down, or find any reason to not make it happen. What do you say, Angie? Well, I'm a little different on that because I feel like. For some reason, he's more concerned with his best friend than he is his girlfriend. I think 
the term forsaking all others. When they talk about marriage, that means that you come first Mm -hmm. with everything in life. Not that they're married or even close to it, but who is the priority here? Is it the best friend? Is it the girlfriend? I mean, yes, it doesn't have to be a big dramatic thing, but if he feels like he wants to continue to date her, he needs to take the lead in that whole scenario and talk to his best friend and be like, hey, like lighten up on her. I really like her. We just started dating. She needs to know that he's making steps to help rectify this whole situation. If, I, she, if she's not allowed to say anything, which he said, don't say anything, then she needs to know that he's doing something about it. Don't you think? I agree. But I think that also she's new. The best friend was there as a best friend for of years. Of course, of course. So over time, you reverse that trend nicely and smoothly. Do you think they should continue to hang out and maybe develop a friendship, try, keep trying and see where it goes? You take your time, but you keep on dating. Keep on dating. Because Angie, we hear it on the show all the time with the calls and the emails. There's so many reasons to stop. And the result of this, there's so many people alone. Instead of giving a chance and passing the difficulties of best friend of this or that. Now... If, if that happens again, that's a different story. It's a different story. Yeah, but I would give a chance, a second chance, and I would also realize you knew she's right. been there forever. Right. So she's cold a little bit because she feels right. he's attracted to you and not her. And maybe she has an attraction to him. That's and, what I and think. And she could be sabotaging. And if that's the case, that needs to stop. That needs to stop. But at this stage... You don't know yet. No, exactly. So I say keep on dating. Okay. I say... You say date, I say correct? Date. I say... Date? Like lightweight date? I say tippy toe, tread lightly, see how it plays out, but I would not take this for much longer. If it happens again, I would definitely get out of the situation. Well, if it happens again, I agree, but hopefully it's not. And he needs to stand up for his girl, no matter what. Definitely. Yes. Okay, so then we agree. Yes. Date. Date carefully. Date carefully. <laughs> I say date with a little asterisk next to it, like date, but you know... Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open. And don't be afraid of the best friends. Well, if the best friend's trying to ruin the relationship, don't be afraid of them, but don't be around it. No one could ruin you and Jason's relationship. No one could. No, because my husband would not allow it either. But but he's allowing this, her boyfriend. But that's the very beginning. It's the beginning, but but still. over time... Let me let, let's get back to this because I'm not done yet, and and you're not done either. But I want to talk about it. Now, we both agree, date, but I, keep your eyes open. But I want to ask me what you're going to ask me when we come back on the rendezvous. Welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're having a heated debate over this date or dump, boy. Um, so Gwen, just to recap, mm-hmm. dating this guy, his best friend is a female, which mm-hmm. is cool. I dig that. However, first time meeting the female seems a little like uh, she's trying to sabotage. She said, uh, called her by the wrong name. Um, said it was nice having met you. Like mm-hmm. I'll never, never see you again. And then when Gwen brought it up to her girlfriend, her boyfriend, mm-hmm. he said, hey, don't start any drama, please. Um, so this conversation could go all day. But we basically said date with caution. If it happens again, I don't know, be done with it. What do you think, Simon, you were looking back on well, this email? Yeah, I, and, and I apologize because I usually – what happened is that one word uh, struck out, and I may have made a mistake maybe because if, here's what she said. She said, I know it sounds petty, but you had to be there to feel the vibe. 
And so what I may have missed, Angie, is that the if vibe. a woman says the vibe, it's was she referring to her intuition, you think? Put it this way. Have you ever been in a really weird situation and you try to describe it to somebody else? Like, you wouldn't believe this scenario. And you feel like they're like, what's the big deal? And like, you just weren't there. You don't get it. Like, it was so weird. You didn't catch the, you don't know the vibe. I felt weird about it. She felt weird about it. So, That's her intuition. Okay. And, uh, that, okay. So then I have to reverse my uh, day or dumb judgment. then, Because Angie, I am 100% sure a woman intuition is always right. We can't tell Gwen to ignore the vibe. And I did. So I made a mistake. So you say dump. Now. So I changed my mind, and I think then Gwen should not date him anymore. Okay. Well, hey, so I, I, I like that you called that out. Yeah. I'm glad that you did. I, I have been a little sketchy on this whole situation. I was trying to, you know, you always err on the caution of romance, love, like try to give people another chance. But but I, but more than anything, I believe in women and intuition. Okay. And so the vibe was wrong. All right. Then don't don't force it. Well, so, sorry, Gwen. Check it out. We confusion. were talking about this off the air when you were rereading that email, and our assistant producer Jordan has a great story about uh, the the friendship thing, the best friend thing. What what do you do when you don't like your best friend's girlfriend or boyfriend? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. I want to hear Jordan's story when we come Me back. Too. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We got into a big heated debate on this show tonight. In we the did. Ooh La La Studios. Yeah, we did. Love, dating, romance, everything. Well, it all started with a woman who wrote us about the guy that she was in a relationship with. Yeah. She met the bestie. The bestie mm-hmm. happened to be a female. And the female bestie was treating her cold, wasn't really good. And that got on the subject of relationships and your best friends being involved. And then off the air, our assistant producer, Jordan, was starting to tell us a story that I think we need to talk about. So, Jordan, what's going on with your friend? So, my friend, great friend of mine, I've known him for a long time, and I've always got the best wishes for him. Mm-hmm. And he's been seeing a girl for three years now, uh, lives together with her, and I don't think that she's the best person for him. Because? Uh, she's very insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't do anything by himself. She's controlling. Exactly. When okay. she's around, he's a totally different person. Okay. Um, she's always asking us questions that we feel he should be answering. So she's digging in with all of his boys trying to find out things about him. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of going to him. To further that, though, in front of him. and he's Putting not- him on the spot. Exactly. And he'll like pull out his phone. Wow. And it's up to us to like, uh, it's not my place to say anything. Like does she how do I this, really feel. Does she do this with all of his best friends, like you and your other friends that are friends with him? She inadvertently does it in which we'll be talking about something mm-hmm. and then she brings it back to her. Like, oh, is that what you say when I'm not around? She's scared to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so have you guys told him how you feel about her? So recently I did and he blew up on me. Okay. Like, I want to leave it there. I want to leave it there. Simon, I, this happens all the time. I have a take time. on this. Okay, good. I do too. This happens a lot. When you don't like who your best friend is dating, how far into it do you go? How much do you get involved? Do you tell them? Do you keep your mouth shut? What happens? Because we've all been through that. Either we've been in the one who our best friends are saying, I don't like this person, or our best friend has been the one dating somebody yeah. who we're like, I don't like this person. Let's find out. Mm-hmm. Everybody's take on this when we come back on The Rendezvous.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been so deep in uh, this last few, uh, I should say, this last hour, uh, talking about what you do in a situation when either you're in a relationship and your best friends don't like the person you're dating, or if your best friend is dating someone that you do not like at all, you think they're terrible, and our assistant producer, Jordan, was telling us, Simon, about his best friend dating Mm -hmm. a girl Jordan, none of your friends like her. No, we don't. Uh, she's insecure. She's always asking the guys questions about her boyfriend in front of him. And Jordan, right before we went to break, you said that you have told him, I don't like her. Right. Have your other friends said, I don't like her? So the last time we saw him. Uh, intervention? Yeah, we tried oh. to have a little bit of an intervention. Really? Um, yeah, so they threw a housewarming party. Mm-hmm. And she said to him, you can't invite any of your friends, it's just going to be my <gasps> friends. And he gave her, or she gave him like a two-person limit. <laughs> did she get to pick the two people? Was well, it the what, two people she, that she, haven't expressed she, their right, outrage exactly. about her? She picked one of them, and then the other person was just like, okay. you know. So what did you all say to your friend? We said to him, you know, want to start off by saying, love you like a brother. Right. However... I don't think she's right, and this is why. And okay. we gave specific situations. Okay. And he just kept saying, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. So he didn't listen. He wasn't. Defensive. Def- not only defensive, but left the place we were at. Angry. Angry. Ooh. Yeah. Have you spoke since? Yes, yes. I called him the next day and said, you know Good what? You. I, I apologize. Good friend. I what? overstepped. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said you overstepped. Quote, unquote. But you feel the way you feel. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Simon, what do you think about that whole dynamic? It's a, it's, here's how it goes. How does it go? Tell us how it goes. <laughs> he, for all the reasons, healthy or unhealthy, love this woman. Mm-hmm. When you attack her, you attack these reasons. You attack healthy his judgment, too. Because it's not her you're mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. It's a direct attack to him. Mm-hmm. Right. He chose her. If you attack his choice, you attack his picker. You yes. attack his, his, his character. subconscious. You attack his portion. His, his taste character. level. His taste level. So you can never criticize a partner. But you can go at him and say you should not take that or should not accept that. But you can never say to somebody, hey, your partner should not do that to you, you know, unless it's violence. Do you not see a, a, um, a reason for concern because he loves his friend? This is his friend. But you don't see a... Uh... Only if the friend asks Jordan. Oh. Jordan, okay. do you agree with this jordan do you agree with then Ojan can be honest but otherwise that's why i'm against intervention and we are touching and attacking the inner core of his relationship with her right and that's unacceptable because they're together for three years so, now jordan i would think oh, go ahead simon so, finish so your thought it comes from a good part from his heart yes. as a friend yes but it's a misunderstanding of the human psychology that we cannot touch in any way or form the loved one of our friends cannot. And I think, you know, it's... That you agree, Angie? Well, I agree on a lot of levels. I do, because I think... I understand what you're saying, Simon. Nobody wants to hear that their friends, their family hate the person that they're with. And if he's making a mistake, it's his mistake to make. You are an amazing friend where you reached out and said, hey, man, I don't think this is for you. I don't see anything good happening. I think you say that once. And you never say it again because after that, now you're badgering him. And then he's going to start to push you away. If you love your friend, you support your friend. Right. And hey, Angie? she might he'll, he'll either come to his senses one day or she's just going to be there forever and you have to figure it out. I had the same situation recently. I told her one time I don't approve. After that, I have to support her because I love her.
But you can only answer if you ask the question. It's like if on this show, instead of answering the callers or the emails, we would call people and say, we don't agree with your relationship. They said, none of your business. The only reason we have authority to answer a question is because we've been asked the question. None of us should ever go to our friends, ever, and tell that. Unless there's physical danger, then it's a different matter. Can I speak to your uh, physical comment about how you said you should only speak up if it's Asked to ask, like, well, you should only speak up if you asked for an opinion. Right, right. But, but you unless said, there unless was uh, physical, physical emotional. Abuse. How do you feel about emo- like emotional, emotional abuse? abuse. Like it's when, just as bad. When she starts saying things and he doesn't say anything, Be- there's, a, there's a silence there that's like, that's not you at all. And I've known you for so long that I know that there's something Be- off. But I agree. But he may like it subconsciously. You but know what? That's the problem. Sadist and masochist. It's the strongest relationship in the world. So his right. side might love to be told what to do, yep. and he doesn't do it with you. He'd only do it with her. Right, and I agree with you, Simon, but I want to talk more about that. Let's go to our website. We'll continue this conversation on a podcast if you want to hear more about it because I feel like so many people go through this, mm-hmm. and I love what you're talking about, and I love your advice, Simon. I think there's a lot of layers to it, mm-hmm. but let's. Uh, if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, see how this all goes, you can go to simonandangie.com. More when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This has been a heated show in the Ulala Studios. It's, it's always heated one way or the other on this studio. Heated in a good way because yes. we get to the bottom of issues. We talked about uh, qualities you look for in a partner that are like your parents. Mm-hmm. Everybody does, whether you believe it or not. Things you shouldn't do on Tinder. Uh, that whole list, by the way, because everybody's on Tinder, if you want to see, is on simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. And dealing with your partner's friends uh, or if your partner has... or. Or if your best friend has a partner you you don't approve of. Simon, you had a great Simon Says tonight as well. Thanks, Angie. We're talking about how to mix into our friend's love life. And I said, really, and I mean it, you should only speak about your friend's partner if and only if you are asked for your opinion yeah. directly. And that goes back to our conversation with Jordan and his friend who Jordan thinks uh, Jordan's our assistant producer. His friend he thinks is in a toxic relationship. If you want to hear the rest of that discussion, because we literally ran out of time, but yeah. I didn't feel like the discussion was over, mm-hmm. head over to simonandangie.com. You can hear the whole backstory, mm-hmm. the rest of the conversation. Uh, lots of stuff up there for you to see. Pictures, videos, Simon's FYI show. In bed with Simon. Thanks, Angie. Yeah, every Tuesday on FYI, but every day 24-7 on simonandangie.com. Yes, thank you for being with us tonight. It's been an amazing rendezvous with you. Thank you, Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.